1: Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. Or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. You guys, we did it. We're New York Times best-selling authors. I still cannot believe it. Plus, we have some new authors on the pod today. The Lady Gang. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. You know, I can't wait to dive deep into bitch mode, kicking me out of her house. Um, no. Get your drinks ready, everyone, because I'm pulling the mom card. All right, then. That means it's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we're opening up with some No Way Rosé. What? Who ever thought we'd have that hashtag? I mean, we have so many ladies on the podcast today that we needed to make it pink and rosé. The pomegranate white grape juice is perfect. Now, for you who aren't pregnant or, you know, can drink... Please have real rosé, but for us... Please do a hell yes rosé. Do a hell (laughs) yes rosé. We're going to do the no way rosé. I (laughs) love it. You know, I'm just going to mentally tell myself this is bonita, bonita rosé. I love it. (laughs) All right, Brie, let's first get into a total Bella's recap. I have to say... That you were in bitch mode? um, No, but we'll get to that. But, you know, I get on my husband about romance and then I get on my husband about bromance. Like, the poor guy. But how cute were Artem and Brian? I mean, adorable. If you guys missed the latest episode of Total Bells, you have to go back and watch just to see Brian and Artem. I feel like everyone's like this, right, though? If your siblings or your best friends or your cousins, you just want your guys to be best friends because then you know we all can hang out and vacation together. So we pushed the bromance on them, and it's just so funny. They're so alike in some ways and then so different. Right. Well, I mean, I have to say I laughed out loud when Artem asked Brian to go fishing because oh, yeah. Brian is so against that. We both are. But Brian's whole story, then after, and then Artem's face, like it made me laugh out Priceless. loud. Priceless. And then when they're building in your backyard, and when Brian's like trying to start conversations, like, so uh, have you read the Lorax and I, <laughs> Artem's <laughs> face? Can you please read The Lorax to Artem just so he knows like the story that Brian wanted to talk to him about? I should actually and then film it on YouTube and post it. Yeah, actually, I have it at my house, so I'll give you The Lorax because it's a sad book. It's actually really. I don't want to feel sad right now, but it made me laugh when I saw Brian want to like be like talk about it and discuss it, like just two bros. If they were just like yeah Mm -hmm. in a book club while they're building, um. I mean, but talk about something that made me sad. What a bitch you were. Okay. I forgot about that. It like brought up feelings for me where I was like, wow. I literally just drove six, maybe seven hours. I had to use the bathroom so bad. I did leave my luggage right at Bree's front door of her garage. I ran to the bathroom. And you took my parking spot. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I had a lot of expensive stuff in my car. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I went to the kitchen because I was like, oh, I'm so hungry. And I'll admit, I did forget my bags were at the, the door. <laughs> so everyone's about to drink. Because I'm a mom, that's right. You never know what kind of morning you're going to have. And I had a cray-cray morning. I took Birdie to daycare, this little preschool thing she goes to. Then I had to go grocery shopping to grab some stuff. And I'm one of those hosts. Like, I want the house to be clean. I want it to look good when I know people are going to come stay. They were supposed to come late that night, so I just wanted to get all the groceries away. I wanted to clean up. I have a system. The system was ruined. Not only did I pull up to my driveway and see my spot in my garage was taken. I'm pretty sure I asked, by the way. I would never not ask. Doubt it. And then to walk through the door with like five grocery bags and to have luggage right there. You know what I mean? Like give a mom a break. Of course, that threw me over the edge. Okay, well, we're past it now. And I think everyone sees both sides. Um, Probably more yours than mine, but that's okay. Good. I'm happy because when we first started this conversation, you kind of actually felt bad for yourself. No, I still do feel bad for myself. (laughs) I was very hungry and tired. (laughs) (laughs) But there's one thing I do want to talk about from the episode. When the wine got spilt on me. It, it's weird because the angle they got, it looks like it was intentional. Oh, man. I'm like, did the guy poke her glass? It looks like it, but it almost looks like a fake finger, which kind of tripped me out. But you could tell it's the angle because being there in person, what they didn't show was... So the guy was talking and he pointed at something as I was taking a sip. Like, point price like something on the menu. Well, what I did was I asked about the wine And then I was taking a sip, knowing that he was about going to refill. But you know, sometimes when—I don't know why it's a natural reaction when someone's about to refill you. You're like, oh, let me take a sip before they refill. I always do that. So it caused that. But you don't understand, like, the GM had to get involved. Like, it was actually a really big deal because they were so embarrassed of what the psalm did. And he was devastated. And that's why I... Because everyone's like, how'd she stay so calm? And then some people were like, you know, is this fake? And it's like, I guess because I worked in the industry, I know that feeling. Like, when you spill on someone, it's the most terrible feeling it's an accident. Why would I scream or get mad at someone? Like, did it suck that it was a beautiful, expensive green silk dress and I got drenched in wine and was very uncomfortable to sit there the rest of the time? That did suck, but I felt so bad for him. And I had even told the GM, like, please don't let anything happen to him. Like he did not mean to, but I get where the scene, how they edited it, it made it look like almost if it was fake, but that it actually ended up being a big situation. Well, and. I love the way you handled it. I remember we talked about it after, you know, it happened that night because... I was a waitress and there was a couple of times I accidentally spilled on people and I got reamed at and I was so embarrassed and got like teary eyes and I would have done anything in the world not to have done that. So that says a lot because I guarantee you that guy still has nightmares from it. I know. And I couldn't stop telling him like, it's okay. It's okay. Because it just, it broke my heart. Like you have to ask Artem, like it made, cause he was like, you stayed so cool. And I'm like, well, he was an accident. Like he didn't mean to, and I'm not going to ruin someone's night or life like why get angry and by the way i've been out and seen people flip out on waiters for accidentally spilling something shame on you do not be that person accidents happen we're human beings which humans equals imperfections i've never (laughs) seen human equal perfection so you guys lay off i agree well thank you miss brie and i have to say next week's episode i'm very excited for because the danielsons go to sedona All I want to say is tune in because they do some... Spiritual work. Spiritual healing. And it's... It's it's Some of them... They had to cut back on some of the footage because it got so crazy deep. But it's really... Really interesting to watch, and it got Brian and I back on track. It really did. Actually, that's how you. Can I got seed. that's how I can see. So you guys yeah. have to tune in. Plus, Artem and I, I there's stuff in our relationship that I'm excited to see next week too. But Brie, we have to talk about the really big news. You guys, we've become New York Times best selling authors. What? How did this even happen? I mean, we got the news yesterday. I'm just, I'm still on cloud nine. This Me is too. like. It's an incredible feeling. I mean, a major like check off the bucket list. I don't ever like to brag or put ourselves over. Right. But the one thing I do want to say that I'm just so incredibly proud of is not only did Brie and I and our memoir Incomparable this past week become New York Times bestselling authors but you guys we got number seven on the top 10 list we weren't even expecting the top 10 we just wanted to get on the list um but we are number seven number 10 and when i look at michelle obama was number two like all these incredible authors that were ahead of us i just couldn't believe like forever the names that we will be sharing that top 10 list with i know Pardon part of me kind of wants to print it out and frame it oh for sure i am are you gonna do it Yeah, like when you posted, you posted the photo of us first, but I posted the list first. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was all still in the same post. But But I will say, like, Nicole and I, like, not that it was like a major goal. We were just like, if it happens, what an honor. But because when the book did come out, because we were so nervous for the book to come out, because we just, we had so many mixed feelings. We were like, okay, are people going to understand our story? How are they going to feel Um, when they hear it and just to the people that we love, the things we were exposing. It was just a stressful thing before the book came out. But then we saw the positivity and all the beautiful comments and support from the Bella army and everything. So I already felt like we were winning. But then when we got the phone call, I was just like, yeah, right. Like all in one week. It's pretty incredible. Right. And it was funny because I was about to take a nap because I thought we'd find out in the evening because you find out on a Wednesday um, books get released on Tuesdays. So they told us Wednesday evening I was heading to bed and one of our head PR people were calling and I literally thought Breer, I something leaked out bad. But then I was like, like, "The memoirs, well, but the memoirs, I mean, all skeletons are out of our closet now at this point. Um, But it was to find that out like during the day, which was such an amazing surprise. And, you know, just like Bree said, I already felt like we became top selling, whether there was a list or not, because of the incredible feedback. I mean, if you didn't check out our episode last week, just that Dear Bellas, the fact that a lot of you are coming to us about your situations of being sexually harassed or assaulted, These are the things that make me so proud to have shared my story, even though it was so scary. And then just the empowerment and the motivation and the inspiration and truly wanting to become heroes of your own story has been so beautiful. So we're just so grateful. Thank you all so much. And we truly hope you enjoy our memoir. Yes. And if you haven't gotten the book, you should go out and get it. And um, I feel like it's been a great read and it's nice right now in quarantine. It's fun to catch up on books. I agree. I know I have. I'm actually, I just started Untamed, which was number one on the list, which has been number one on the list for a long time. But supposedly that book's good if you have a daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. It was recommended to me. So I'll let you guys all know how that Very one is. Very interesting. But let's talk about something else that was exciting this week. Um, is it your ultrasound? Yes. I knew it. I feel like Nicole's always talking about her ultrasound. So finally I get to talk Twice. about mine. Twice. Yeah, but two's more than me. No, you just always drink that Haterade. mm <laughs> Well, when you can't have Moscow mule, but um it it was crazy because, so I gotta see my ultrasound for I haven't seen the baby since what week twenty, so now yeah. I'm almost thirty weeks, so that's a long time. It's like nine almost ten weeks to go without seeing the baby, so it felt like forever, so I saw the ultrasound and Definitely there was a certain gender that popped in my head. I'm not telling any of you because it's a surprise for me, but I don't want to ever double think things. But definitely when I saw the ultrasound, I was kind of like, whoa. And I thought the same exact thing. Nicole got the same. But you know how bad that is? It's like when you tell someone like, oh my gosh, like I have this secret, but I don't want to tell you. You can't just do that. I'm pretty much 10 weeks away from giving birth. It'll be a very fun wait for everyone. Um. So, but... The one thing I was like, "Whoa, my baby looks a lot like Nicole's baby. They're very similar." Like at first, I thought Birdie, and then I went home compared my ultrasound pics with Birdie's pics. They looked nothing like. And then when I looked at Nicole's ultrasound pics, I go, "Oh my gosh! I mean, the babies look so much alike. They don't look identical. I feel like we're but having they're twins. Su- very similar, just in different wombs." Yeah, it's kind of weird. I know. So that means you have to have your baby in Phoenix. So Bree and I have been debating because as you all know, Artem lives in LA and I live in Phoenix. Well, we have our own houses there and we kind of go half and half, but Artem and I have been really torn whether we should have our baby in LA or in Phoenix. And as of now, we're all set up to have our baby in LA. That's kind of just how we've done things and I thought was the best because I don't know. What Artem, you know, he'll be doing for work and I wanted to be by daddy. But now being in quarantine and being around Bree, Brian and Bertie all the time and also having my other family nearby, I've realized, shoot, like Phoenix actually would have been really amazing to have the babies. So you maybe we should have switch it, it. But Artem, by the way, feels just like you. I actually will say when we were on a walk last night, he was saying a lot of positive things about why you guys should have the baby here. Right. No, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of pluses. So we're still going to debate. We're working on our pros and cons list, which you need to ask Artem how he says that because it's really cute. He kind of mushes both words together. (laughs) I don't even know what list it is, but it's some kind of list. Well, I'm in favor of you guys having it here because if you have the baby here, I mean, not only in my next door, but we could go on labor the same day. And I feel like our luck, our babies look alike, and they're just going to kick and break those waters at the same time i know feel it we could literally be in rooms right next door to each other well yeah next door i don't want to stare at you when i push that's too Um, much it won't happen we're not going to share a room but this is the thing we'd share a doctor so how would that work in and out really yes but your doctor was so hands-on when i saw it during your pushing stage selfishly i would want that because i'm terrified you can have that thank you I'll let you have that. When you're at the hospital, you're actually blown away how many times you hear the I think it's a lullaby music. I remember that. It's crazy, right? How many babies are born? It is. I was like, wait, what? And because Bertie was born so late, they can't play it after a certain hour, so they wait till the next day. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? It would be fun to hear from all of our listeners. You guys head to Twitter and let Artem and I well and know. Do you think Artem and I should have our baby in LA or Phoenix? I'd love to hear all of your feedback of, you know, which place would be better. Well, it sucks because I'm going to go from our same Twitter and write Phoenix, but... No, you can't Everyone us. vote Phoenix. Because <laughs> even if I have the baby before you, wouldn't it be fun if I could actually be in the delivery room with you? I would love it. It's a dream to have you and Artem... I don't want Artem anywhere near my legs. He has to stay in the back with the shoulders. I won't let him see your vagina. I don't want him to see anything down there. You, sure. I don't care. Oh, I for sure will stare. I know. I stared at yours, so. Yeah. I will for sure watch. Still does. (laughs) Can't believe it's going to happen to me, but... (laughs) All right, Breezy, well, are you excited for what's coming next? You have no idea. This is the exact quarantine house I would have put together. (laughs) All right, you guys get your rosés ready because Lady Gang is on. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeak.com. You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G Network. Brian and I tried Factor meals, and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, Like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one, and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them, but he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating, they're healthy, you know the calorie intake, and there is no mess because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy. Thank you. Head to factormeals.com twins 50 and use code twins 50 to get 50% off. That's code twins 50 at factormeals.com twins 50 to get 50% off. All right, Bella Army, we are so lucky. If there's anyone you want to be stuck in quarantine with, it has to be these ladies right here. We have Lady Gang on the Bellas podcast. That is right. And we are so excited to talk to them because they have a book coming out that is definitely going to be in my pre-order shopping bag. Um, yes. Act Like a Lady, which drops June 2nd, which I have to say, Bree and I, we were, um, I, I can't even think of the word. What are you reading the, not reviews. What's it freaking called? Anyways, I'm definitely getting you guys. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the Pregnancy <sorry>. brain. <laughs> Pregnancy brain. And scientists said it's a real thing. So thank God we have an excuse. I can't wait to read your guys' book. Well, here's the bad news. We sent you books,
2: but we sent them to someone on your. I know you got a big old team running the ship. There's oh. your address is it's it's in Beverly Hills, so I know it's not going to be to you anytime soon.
1: Oh, that must be William. But you Morris. know, what? we want to order anyways. Yeah, so we it like counts. we know what it means to support because going that way. through the process. Well, that's yeah. You know what's up. Every you, order counts. Every order, so and especially that first week. So we want to order to support.
2: Yes. Where are you guys in your book journey? You're out. You've been out. You
1: got out May 5th, right?
3: On the bestsellers list, aren't you?
1: Yeah, it just got announced so yesterday. So we made New York Times bestsellers. <gasps> yeah, bestselling what? authors. I know. I will Wait. say it's the best news you get.
3: Are you guys going to change your Instagram bios to New York Times bestsellers? Because that's all that Kelty has done this for. So she can change hers. <laughs> yes. we,
1: so we were told, I, I totally forgot about it. And they're like, um, girls, you need to immediately change your bios. And I was like, oh. To be honest, I immediately changed it. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking and about it. And I even it. put an emoji next to it because I was like, this deserves like a cute little like you know the emoji with those glasses and the little two front teeth oh yeah yeah it made me feel
2: smart I think people think like oh celebrity book um, you know and I think it's the hardest thing that we've ever done. I mean, it's just so much work and it just is going to live in print forever. It's not an episode of Total Bellas where, you know, three years later, you're like, what happened that season? Oh, it was that season. They're like, okay, whatever. Like a book lives forever. Lives forever. Forever. And so did you three all co-write? Did you use a ghostwriter?
3: No ghostwriter. Wow. Wow. So the book is kind of um, split into two different things. Part of the book is our collective lady gang voice where we give our advice, and our opinions about all this kind of stuff. And then the other part of it is we each write essays about different things that have happened in our lives, like losing our virginity or getting dumped or whatever. Um, so when we started writing it, we're like, I'm the only one that's graduated college before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> None of our
3: sort of real writers. True need some help but we ended up just doing it all ourselves so good, good
1: for you guys wow that's but that's amazing because I will say our process we used a ghostwriter because Nicole and are like our vocabulary is like you're not supposed to little. tell people when you use a ghostwriter you guys <laughs> well you know what's funny <laughs> is like Brie and, I, Brie and I have been I could tell even our is like you guys because we've been like praising her like we have. she's yes. just she's from goop and she's such a badass female and I mean we had it took us two and a half years because she wanted our exact voice. So like it's our voice in the book and she pieced it together. But I mean, I can't tell you how many hours we talk and we always wanted it to be in person. Right. right. And it, it took a long time and it was going through therapy too. At the same time. We cried so much. We'd get these emotional headaches and we were like, I need a break. But so we're so impressed when we hear, yes. like, I'm like, I I couldn't do that. Yeah, I, I, I would attempt to, but. Um. <laughs> Don't be too impressed because I actually,
2: I haven't even told the girls yet this. I got an email this morning that, like, I made an error. And then when they caught it, when I read the audiobook and for the next printing. The fix. publisher was like, "Can we change this word?" I'm like, "Oh God, Dom, really?" <laughs>
3: yes. I had an error too, and I kind of glazed over it, and then I forgot where it was. Like I was gonna. It's a timing turn.
2: thing. It's a timing thing. I'm telling you know, writing all these personal essays, and so the book is in four parts. It's like your relationship with your lover, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your career. So I was talking about how I was married. I met my first husband when I was 18 and I was married when I was 20. Wow. And then in another story, that's like in our lover chapter. And then in our um, career chapter, I talked about moving away from home when I was 18 to go to New York and be a professional dancer. But it didn't make sense because the two stories had a different timeline. Mm-hmm. They meant the same thing. But anyways.
1: But in,
0: in your defense, we had an editor. We had a real
3: publisher. Wasn't someone else supposed to be doing that?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they did it
3: for mine. I like ha- I throw out all these numbers that didn't make any sense, and they're like, mm, "You said you lost your virginity at twenty three here, and then like thirty two here." So <laughs> thirty
1: two, I love <laughs> it. I'm like,
3: oh, okay. One was anal.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're that, like, right. <laughs> I was you talking different, about holes, different holes, you know. Yeah. yeah. Which, in all fairness, they do deserve the respect of losing their virginity.
3: Like, I agree with that. Right? Do. Like, it's not fair we to the yes. butthole
1: that the vagina gets oh all the gosh. credit, right?
3: And the butthole's more special.
1: Not everybody I agree. gets to
3: experience it, you know? It's a big there's, deal. You,
1: there's a lot more thought process that goes through the butt. Like, you actually sit and you think to yourself, like, am I ready for this?
2: <laughs> you have to I really breathe. You have to breathe through one. it. Like, I'll sleep with anyone, but, like, the
1: butt... I mean it is true love. Only. True love <laughs> and love a lot love love of weird. alcohol. It's the only time like so much I've tequila. thought about it. I was like, just yeah, so much tequila. <laughs> so much. And I feel like though as you get older, it changes. You don't crave that crazy drunk. Yeah, you don't care if you ever do that again. Because sex becomes limited almost sometimes. So, so you're maybe like, that's <laughs> it. Or you're just are you like, why having why, pregnancy why sex, that? or are you like hiding away from that? So I've been lucky enough. To have some pregnancy sex Brie gets it a lot more than I do Artem being But Brian was this way the first time Guys the first time around When the bump starts to get big They get weird Scared Yeah He like will start to get into it And he feels the bump And then it's just like Boner crusher He's done Yeah
3: (laughs) It's like he feels the baby moving around And it's like I can't have This is the, The neighbor is too close Well and like
0: biologically He's probably like Wait this doesn't make sense I've already done the job like I don't need to do this. exactly yes. yeah the
1: penis is confused it's like wait a yes. second this isn't a virgin. and then with sex though is our hormones like I'm so horny I literally I had to tell him today which he was like couldn't believe it but I'm like when I wake up at three a.m. and you're sound asleep I literally masturbate next to you do you really. <laughs> Yeah, I do that. <gasps> wow. You messed I make right sure that time. he's like breathing really hard so he won't wake up <laughs> because I'm too well, lazy to get is out of amazing. bed. <laughs> but I'm like, that's the only way I get some. <laughs> so with your guys' book and like how you have your different part of your essays, because I mean, you guys have always been so open, like with your podcast. Is there anything anyone's going to find out that they never knew about any of you three before? Are there any stories like you share?
0: I think all of our essays are topics we made sure that we never really discussed on the podcast so they
1: wouldn't
3: let us write about stuff that we've talked about on the podcast
0: so oh, it that's all amazing. has to be yeah.
1: so new. fresh and new nothing we've heard before See, yeah like Kelty too. has
0: alluded to her divorce but she's never ever ever told the story about it um and she really like she for 10 pages <laughs> Goes in very long. long. Very long. (laughs) I was
2: laughing because my husband, I'm forcing him to read the book right now, and I was really mad that he read like half my divorce chapter and then like went to bed. And I was like, "You can just fucking finish it." And then the girls are like, "It's kind of long. It's a short marriage, 11 months, but 10 pages." But yeah, I think like there's elements that you need the full story. And I think with podcasting, you're trying to entertain people, and we have all these different bits. You guys have been on our show, so you know, like we have different bits. We have guests, and so there's not always. The time, and then there's this level of um, oh God, what's the word? Yeah, Yeah, like vulnerability. Says. Like there's a level of some stories maybe you just need to be in your room on a computer like writing it out and feeling like no one's ever going to see it because it's that cringy or that emotional for you. And then you just put it in a book and you don't think anyone's going to see it. (laughs) And they probably won't.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, and then until it makes the headlines, I think that was like the craziest thing that I realized is like when you see stuff that makes headlines and they're your private stories, and then you're all of a sudden like, oh my God, now everyone knows this. Like it's crazy when all of a sudden you see that come out. Right. But it's amazing too, because I'm sure your guys' stories are going to help and touch so many people. You all have always been so relatable, which I know that's what women love. Like, you're just so honest. That's what I always love women who are like you three, because it's like, you just, I love when people say what they're thinking in their minds and they just say it out loud because I'm like, that's what everyone is thinking, but they're pretending like They're not, and everyone does with their girlfriends or their sisters. Like no one holds back. No, that's why I love the title of your book, "Act Like a Lady," because it's like it catches your eye and it makes you think. But I know you you you. three, and I'm like, I know this isn't going to be lady lady stuff. No, like it's going to be the
2: good lady stuff. Act
3: like a lady. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, Becca wanted to name the book uh, a book for losers by losers, and then (laughs) the publisher would not accept (laughs) that title. This is our second best (laughs) title. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, we also, like, got to a point in titling the book where we were just just like, let's just name it Tits. (laughs) And then they wouldn't let us do that either. Like, that's the thing. The writing of the book was not so difficult. I mean, it was just a drawn-out process. Titling the book
3: lives forever. That was the hardest part. What about your guys' Was it easy for you guys to title your book? We had an idea
1: of what we wanted. Yeah. Because we were like, you know, we're identical twins and everyone always compares us. But we have our own stories and they're different. And even though we're strong women, it's our different stories and the different things we went through that made us strong. So that's how we came up with Incomparable. But then it was funny because I used to think the title the whole time was Incomparable because that made sense to me because comparing and Mm -hmm. I had one of our publishers be like you're saying it wrong and i'm like what they're like it's incomparable and i'm like oh shit i didn't but, know that was a word i mean the media we we're doing <laughs> yeah people like, are <laughs> we saying it, you honestly could say it both ways if right technically. i thought it was
3: incomparable
1: that's Me what i do just until now right i was like, until, yeah, right? I was, like wow. incomparable so i went to google you know when you can listen yeah because she and, still thought the editors were wrong yeah i was like they don't know and then it said incomparable and i was like, oh fuck. <laughs> editors <laughs> wouldn't know how to pronounce things definitely their are yeah line. i'm like we should have just named our book twins right don't mess that up honestly out. and how long did it take you guys to write your book
3: so we started writing it uh like what february of, of last, last year, year. Oh, we yeah finished Great. it at the end of the year like
2: last week yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> i mean so it took us like less than a year to write it we we're kind of on a timeline and we started writing it while we were filming our tv show too so there's a lot going on we we're trying to write oh, in the gosh. like 30 minutes that we had every day so
2: yeah it was wild but they were like strike it while it's hot you guys are you only have a few more We're going down from here right? right you're
1: cute so get this book out i know we know the feeling. We're always like, when are those minutes up? Are we on our seconds guys, right now?
2: No, <laughs> your minutes are lasting.
1: You guys are lifers. Yeah. I you. Oh, thank well, you. Thank you. It's been yeah, yeah, crazy journey. Yeah, it has. But I have to ask, um, how's quarantine life been for you guys? Because this has been a really chaotic situation. It's dark. I mean, <laughs> I was
0: personally really, really thriving, I feel like, for you know, couple months. And then like, actually the last two days, my husband's been very tense about work stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is the part of you that I got to be exempt from. Cause you would do this in your office across town. And like, you could text me like, I'm stressed out today. And I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry, babe. Like see you for dinner. But now I actually have to like see that and manifesting. And it's mm-hmm. just, um, not my fave. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That is true. Well, you know what's been tripping out is the people that are getting divorced in quarantine. So and I'm many. like, shouldn't we wait, you guys? Maybe wait for therapy outside of your home? Yeah. Well, look at Mary Kate. She's like, I need a quick divorce or whatever she was fighting for. Yeah. I feel like at that
3: point you have made your decision. If you're with somebody for 24 hours a day and you're like, this
2: is beyond repair. Yeah. Or totally. you're like, I can make it work. If I only have to see you half the time and I can make you work for like eight weeks of quarantine. But if this is going to be another three months, like it is in California, like, no. not, if there's totally. no end in
3: sight, then you feel like you have to be around this person literally
2: every minute of your life. And that is, it's how I feel about myself. Like I'm like I'm like, I got to get away from this bitch. And it's me. (laughs) (laughs) She's driving me nuts. (laughs) That's
1: so true. I
0: I, like didn't participate in a Zoom last weekend because I like didn't want to actually see my own face. (laughs) Like I wanted to see my friends, but I didn't want to have to hear my voice or see my face.
1: I mean, I have to say being pregnant and not having a personal trainer or yoga class or pure bar or a glass of wine. Or a glass of wine. I definitely told Nicole the one thing that's been hard for me with quarantine. Like, we've been keeping each other positive and calm, but it's the uncertainty of everything. Like, I just, give me, I'm so on. I need an end date. So tell me, like, we're starting now. We're all going back to normal next week. Mentally, I'll get through it. I hate every day. I look at Twitter, which I can't because I want to know more headlines and all Mm -hmm. that it just seems like more and more gets piled on. And I don't like the uncertainty. No. Like I don't want to, I don't, well, I want to know. Like I heard, like studios might not open up till 2021. And it's like, I just don't, I don't like the change of yeah. everything, of things not coming back or I don't like that feeling. I want the world to be back to where it was at. Right. You know, I know
2: we need it's, to rewind. We do. It's, it's never
1: going to be the same. I We're agree. never going back. We're never going back. What is the one thing that you all miss the most?
3: Well, so I, do you, have you guys taken the Enneagram test?
1: No. no. It's like a pers- you have to do that as like a podcast episode.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, an amazing,
3: it's-, it's, is it a personality test, Kelsey?
2: It's a kind like, of. yeah, it's sort of a personality test.
3: So basically there's nine different numbers that you can beat. But anyways, I'm a number seven, the enthusiast. And I thrive off of doing things and doing activities and being like, out and about. So this has been like a massive change for me because I'm usually doing like thing after thing, after thing, seeing people working. I'm not good at sitting still.
2: Yeah. The Enneagram is basically like, what things do you do to cover up feeling your feelings? Like it's like everyone has like wow. Becca and I are both three, which is like essentially the achiever. So it's like, that's why I need to be a New York times bestselling author, because then I don't have to like deal with any of my inside stuff. Cause I can just outwardly like win a trophy. <laughs> well, no, for example, the reason why we
3: wrote the book, Kelly, Kelsey did to be a New York times bestseller and I did so I could have money to go on a vacation. Like right. those are the different things that drive us.
2: Yes. Right. Right. So she's losing it. Like it was Jack's birthday uh, the other day, and I was just like, "This poor girl. Like she needs to be on a pub crawl right now." And she's like, "Locked." I mean, in I a usually house.
3: go to another country for my birthday. It was the only was the first time in like a decade that I wasn't in Europe or Asia
1: or something. So <sighs> it's been it's just hard for my mind. That is there's so there's a restaurant down the street from us, a wine bar that if you need, like, a good pick-me-up, they bring, like, a wine party to your driveway. They <gasps> blast, blast music, music. They do a wine tasting. It's young guys. Young guys. And they, like, social distance, and they make sure they give you, like, a fun time. Our neighbors did it. They roll up in um, it, the old I, the Volkswagen um, buses. Oh, my God, like— yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all decked out. It's <gasps> it super cool. So cool. Isn't that right? cool? I was like, okay, those guys, it's great. And I see them all the time drive around the neighborhood. They've been busy.
3: <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the bar? Because I'm doing that.
1: Postinos. When I'm Post- Post- what is it? Postinos. Oh. You know Postinos <laughs> probably. Yeah, they have, That's like a chain. Yeah. Yes. And here in um, yeah Arizona, there's like, I think three or four. Oh my God. You guys, this is going to be the best thing in the world. Yeah. Take you. notes,
2: Jack. Yeah. Um, I miss everything with vanity. I like to consider myself a transformational beauty. So when I have like my highlights and a nice spray tan and an eyebrow and an upper lip wax and a manicure <laughs> and pedicure, I feel my best. And when I'm not able to partake in those things, I turn into a goober and I don't like it. Yeah, that's like real shitty, like selfish bitch. Like people are dying. Like you're a horrible person. Admission.
1: But you <laughs> no, just want to feel I get the same way with the eyebrows, too. It's weird when my the eyebrows are all crazy. over. Yeah, with the eyebrows. eyebrows are a game changer. You just feel cleaner. You, It's it's crazy. It's personality change. Uh i'm that's been like really tough on me i've had to practice so much to try to make them look decent and i'm not the best at my hair and makeup and it's just like what the are you guys in bed right now (laughs) we are wow so sexy look at because of these big bumps Jeez. so cute so cute maybe prepped just kidding yeah our bumps have gotten huge and breeze demanded now that we always podcast from my bed I, we're in our third trimester and so I'm going to be 30 weeks in two days and I'm, I'm just like, you know what? I'm almost, I'm 10 weeks out. My feet need to be up. So, yeah. And this big belly, like we sit in her chairs upstairs and I started to just get too uncomfortable. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys. Well, where can we find your book? You can just go to the slash book or it's basically available anywhere
2: that books are sold. Amazon, your independent booksellers, Barnes & Noble. But what's really cute is, so we set up this site called ladysecrets.com where had all of our girls write in their like most insane things like I can't have an orgasm unless I'm thinking about Danny DeVito. Like crazy shit they would never tell anyone else. And we printed all of the secrets or a bunch of the secrets in the Barnes and Noble edition of the book. So it's like people like I've been cheating on my husband for nine months what? Anonymously, like just letting it all hang out. That is awesome. And that
1: version's only Barnes and Noble. Only Barnes and Noble. And the nice thing about Barnes and Nobles is you could do pickup curbside, curbside pickup. You better believe that I'll be picking it up in every car that, well, well, I only have a car and a bike. So I'm doing two drive-bys. We've been been urging people (laughs) more for Barnes and Noble over Amazon because Amazon screwed a lot of our people Amazon does a lot of amazing stuff but it's not an essential so a lot of people kept getting their orders pushed back so that was a little bit of a where bummer. Barnes and Noble you just drive up and a lot of people switched over yeah. now I guess this is for all of us but doesn't it kind of bum you out that you can't go walk into a bookstore at the airport and like see your book I could talk to this because that they don't really care. They're like, we're good. I,
3: I care, but I Kelty cares so much more.
2: Like there was dreams where I was like, I'm at the Grove in LA and I'm walking in to the Barnes and Noble there and I find the 15 copies they have and I replace all the Oprah books on the front table with our book and take a picture. <laughs> and then I like leave little notes and post-its inside the book. Like, hi, Kelty was here. Thank you for buying this book. Like, I mean, I was like wanting to go into a talk target and be you know and i just i have really not been to any kind of store at all um so there's like sadness there cuz it's a big deal you know it is, like, it's a massive I'm, deal i'm not sweeping it under the rug i love to have a dream and you know but you know what happens i guess when you write a bestseller ladies, you'll know is that it's popular forever. So in six yeah. months, I can still go to the bookstore and it won't be on the new releases table. It'll be at the best of the year table. And that's we'll fine. It like you. I'm going to have
1: to live with that. Exactly. And when this is all said and done, let's just do a co like book release party since we never yes. got it. Yes. yes. A we massive a book release party, um,
2: baby shower, uh, yeah, baby serious. sprinkle for you. <laughs> and, um,
1: and then buy you a push present. Birthday too. party. I feel like it's I'm going to have a guess. sip and see, but my baby's going to be a toddler by the time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> be like, so this You're kid I had two years ago. <laughs>
2: dark times
1: honestly the way things are going well we always love talking to you guys it's just it's so easy and it's like nice because you guys always make everything so open and fun and you guys are just inspiring we're so excited for your book to come out yes you all have to go get it make sure act like a lady by lady gang you guys uh june 2nd drops and make sure to get your orders in. For that week because it really means a lot to everyone who puts hard work into their books to get on the New York Times best selling list. So please go and support them. Make sure to put in your orders. Yes. And check out their podcast too if you haven't already. It is a very fun listen.
0: Thank you guys. Thanks Thank ladies. You guys. Thanks so guys.
1: Much. Stay safe and
2: healthy. Talk to you when the babies yes. are born. Yes.
1: <laughs> all of you too. Good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> okay, Bye. Bye in the eyes or a maple donut and (laughs) in our eyes So many of us love coffee, mm-hmm. like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and diced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? That's right. And here's today's question.
3: Hi, Bella. We love listening to this segment on your podcast, and we have a question. We thought you guys would be the perfect people to give advice on it. I'm sitting here with my sister and my cousin. We're all three very close in age, and we grew up together together. We've remained close throughout the years, and we live next door to each other. We've experienced a couple boyfriends that have had a problem with us hanging out so often and being so close. And we were wondering if that's ever happened to you guys with how close you guys are as sisters and being twins. My boyfriend is actually pretty good with it, but there's been a couple guys with them that have come and go And we just want to know how you guys handle that, how you explain it. And if you think it's a problem, let us know what you think. We would love to hear your advice. And we love you guys. Thank you. you. Love
1: you. Okay. So we have so been there. Oh, my gosh, have we? By the way, can I just say how adorable all three of you, close, next-door neighbors. I love it because we're really close with our cousin, too. And um just hearing all three of you made me just smile really big. I know it was <laughs> so cute. And you know what? The one thing that I have learned in life. So Brie and I, we're about to be 37 years old. So we have been in quite a few relationships. And our relationship obviously has been the longest. But the ones that don't accept you for who you are as far as your relationship, they're not worth it. And honestly, if they're giving you crap now, they're always gonna give you crap about it. And Listening to all of you talk together and the excitement in your voices, you all love being together. And honestly, if the men in your life don't accept that, it's not going to make you a happy person because what makes you happy is your relationship with your sister, with your cousin. And if a man can't handle that, you need to just show him the front door and tell him, to leave. I've had a few men in my life that didn't accept it. And then I've had a few men that do accept it. And it's such a beautiful thing. Like Brian, Artem, Brie and I, we all have so much fun. Brian for so long has let me be a third wheel in times like when John would travel a lot. And then when I started dating Artem and when Artem was busy with dancing in the beginning... There is something so special when a man does that. And also the times that I was single when Brian was in the picture, I'll never forget. But there was a Valentine's Day. I was single. He also sent me flowers and a cupcake to make me feel special. It just meant so much to me. I agree. And, you know, this is the thing is that we got this one life to live. If you want to be with your cousin and your sister all the time, you make whoever you're dating, accept that because that makes you happy. And I've been with Brian for almost nine years now, or just, I guess, nine years. And you do, when you put a lot of years into your relationship, we both enjoy our times where I'm just with my sister and then he's with his sister. Like you need the times of separation as well. But I will say being with a man who, he might make jokes at times like, you love your sister more when he's funny. But the fact that he always supports that my sister and I are always together, we work together, we do all this stuff together, there is nothing like that. So you look for a man that will be exactly like Brian and accept all your family relationships, however close, how much you want to hang out with your family, accepts all of it. Right. And for the men that are listening who are in this situation— You don't understand what a turn on it is for a woman when you not only accept her family, but the people that she is so close to, whether it's a twin sister, a cousin, both to appreciate those people in her life just makes her want to appreciate you even more. And also for you women, remember that too, how you appreciate someone, you want that to come back. So If the person that you're with doesn't accept it, they're just not worth your time. And it's better to go through the heartache now than go through the heartache later. I am telling you. I 100% agree, sister. Yes. So you three keep on having your fun because I'll tell you what... Brie, I know we're going to have fun till the day we die. That's right. And you three need to raise your babies together the way that Nicole and I are going to because that's life and that's the fun part. So we support you. We support you. And for anyone else, if you want a chance to hear from us, give us a call at 833-Q-BELLAS. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes. And thank you, Lady Gang, for coming on the podcast. Can't wait to read your book. And Nicole, once again, congratulations for us becoming New York Times best-selling authors. Woo! And also tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's podcast. And call 833 q to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we just launched a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to The Bella's Podcast. So make sure to follow us at The Bella's Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go brie mode if you drink along with us. See See you you next next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye.